Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, and this is Pastor Solomon, Spirit of the Lord Church. We're at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. Welcome to another edition of Isaiah 61. And we believe in transforming the lives of people through teaching the word, preaching, and manifestation of the gifts of God, of the Spirit, and um, living out the fruit of the Spirit uh, to empower believers to live that victorious life and to reclaim dreams, dreams and and um, ideas that may have been uh, may have fallen by the roadside or or may may have been abandoned we we believe that God is indeed a restorer and he still does restore now propelled by compassion for missions today I'm going to focus a little bit on compassion and discrimination um, in the sense of you know racism or partiality or the or the human bias that um, we we take on the negative end of the spectrum. Um, so I want to make this clear: discrimination is a good word. It means to discern, is to know difference, is to recognize difference. So the pure sense of the word is not what we know it to be today. In the past, many centuries ago, you would be able to discern and discern, discriminate, differentiate. Yeah, in the same, have the same meaning. Now, when human beings started to corrupt the difference and discerned and, and saw that, you know, there is something called skin color, then the, the societal construct or the construct of, um, you know, race came. But God has said in his word that he only created the human race. That's what scriptures say. There is only one race known to God, the human race. So any other is fictitious. Any other is the construct of man which is wicked, deceitful, and from the pits of hell. 
Now, we've come to accept in some ways or maybe for lack of a better word, um, not necessarily accept, but we've come to live with it. But I don't accept that. And you shouldn't accept that either. You're a child of the king and that's all that matters. The blood of Christ flows through you and all that that's all that matters. You may not have access to the same things as some other people who may be privileged, but all that matters is that you are connected with the Savior, Jesus Christ. You are connected with the one and only King of Glory. That's that's what matters. So compassion spells out or drives away, cast out any negative sense of the word discrimination in a negative sense. Any racism, any racial bias or the societal construct racial bias. Again, God created one race, the human race. And that, that's, Jesus came for the, for the Jews. But then the door was open to us, the Gentiles, as well. And so the grace of God, Jesus Christ, came and he appeared to all men. The Bible says that the grace of God has appeared to all men. So, Jesus, at the foot of the cross, there is no, there are no tears, there are no layers. Everyone is the same level at the foot of the cross. Because, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It didn't say people with this skin tone or people from this descent, or people from this ethnicity had sinned. No, all, all. God shows no partiality. And so should we not show partiality. If in your heart you're struggling and you sometimes view people from a different skin tone or ethnic background different, then it's time to say, fill me, Holy Spirit, but not only fill me, but now control me, work through me. Let the evidence of your presence and your transformation be made visible in my life. Now, The scriptures are very clear, and I want us to go to Acts chapter 10, verse 34 to 35. Several months ago, I I preached on the fact that God is not into partiality, okay? But as powerful as Peter was, Peter still in his heart, had some 
a shade of darkness, which wasn't God, God-like. So God had to confront that. And so, believers, whatever you have within you that is not God-like, God is going to confront. God is going to confront and get you to a place. Now, you got to open up your heart and you got to allow him. Don't fight because Peter tried, but he later on just relented, he relented and he said, oh, verse 34. Then Peter began to speak. Now I realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts every form except from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right so there was now an experience by peter last week we talked about the experience of the truth right you may have heard it but experiencing is 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 something different and and god wanted to let peter know that well Yes, you've you know about the fact that God shows no favoritism, but I'm going to have you live it. And it was very difficult for Peter to live that part and 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 become like God to not show favoritism and to not show partiality. It it was it, it was you know night and day God is no respecter of person, the King James Version says. So no matter your titles, Reverend Doctor, Bishop, you know, Archbishop, Apostle, Evangelist, Minister, Pastor, Teacher, God is no respecter of persons. Compassion leads us, and as we discuss about a month ago, that compassion helps us discern. So we look beyond the crowd. But discernment also occurs when we look beyond the accolades, the accolades and, and the, na- the, the, the titles don't matter. Because in heaven, those titles don't matter. It's like, are you walking in God's perfect will? Or you're building or doing something of your own. That's a that's that's a question we, we gotta pause and think and meditate and say, God, am I showing favoritism? Am am I advancing the cause of the kingdom with with your heart? Am I living this thing that, that that I know to be true and to to be one of the things that you're passionate about as being open to all, causing rain to fall on the just and unjust. Now verse 35. But accept from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. So, see, Jesus always changes the human equation. Jesus just messes up the human equation because the human equation is flawed. It's corrupted. 
by greed, by the by our heart desires, and we may be building things in the kingdom of God, but because we're misdirected, we are not going to get credit. Are, are we constantly exhibiting that we fear God and do what is right? Peter had to be confronted with this reality. This was the same man, two sermons. 5,000 people got saved and his shadow was healing and there were miracles and 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 he was a great teacher after the baptism of the Holy Spirit and God used him mightily but there were some things that God had to confront and that was to build up within him the compassion of Christ not to see as man sees but to see as God sees there's some people we may not necessarily want to be associated with or go close to, but God would confront you and tell you to go and confront that situation. Go and have a conversation. Go and, and socialize. Go and be around this person or these people because I need for my word to be propagated. And I need to deal with anything within you that is causing you not to pursue my goal. And that my goal, as we talked about last week, is to see everyone come to the saving grace of Jesus, of, of, of me, of me, Jesus. I came to work on this earth. I came to work on this earth so that I could save the least and the lost. So King James Version will say, Acts 10, 34 to 35. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of person, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness it is accepted with him. So believers, it's now time. To change the diction. We ought to. Look at the right. Things. At the things that God looks at. Does this person fear me? Does this person walk. And work. Righteousness. That's. that's that, that, Those are the two things that mattered. Because. You can move in the grace and anointing and, and all that. But there are some things that may need to still be confronted. And until you com- you're confronted with that, there will not be that deliverance. There will be not, not that freedom. That, that, that freedom will still be lacking. Why? Because you may all still be stuck in the realm or the world of showing partiality or or, or or being a respecter of persons when God is saying that, no, actually, my equation is different. Recognize those who fear me and recognize those who walk and do right. Those are the people that God attaches prominence to. 
You're listening to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. We will be right back. We're talking about Propelled by Compassion for Missions. This week we're focusing on the fact that God shows no partiality. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Why do people call the Narrow Path Radio Broadcast to ask their questions? I think it's because they have found that they don't always get conventional answers and predictable answers, but thoughtful answers. And usually more than one side of a question is considered fairly. I'm Steve Gregg. I'm the host of the Narrow Path every weekday. We hope you'll join us if you haven't already done so on this station or at our website, thenarrowpath.com. The Narrow Path, every weekday afternoon at 4, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. Welcome back to Isaiah 61, Pastor Solomon here, and we're really getting into the depth of God's Word and the truth that God exhibits and, and how He confronts our seemingly, you know, um, religious facade that we present. Um, and Peter was at a place where he was going to minister. God had sent him and still in the midst of that journey in the midst of that mission work God still had to confront this tendency in Peter not not to not to recognize the Gentiles now God will confront your flaws. God will confront your flaws. Why? Because he wants you to be like him. And even on the mission field, God will confront that which is flawed. Because he wants a bride with no spot or wrinkle. Peter had to come to this realization. I pray that even as God confronts some of the ways in you that are not like him, you will not resist. Now you may resist one or twice, but not perpetually. But you just say, God, I recognize that I need help. I recognize that I'm not on the narrow road. I am flawed, deeply flawed, deeply flawed. Can you imagine going to minister to Cornelius, um, a Gentile, and then you have this encounter with God, and God is telling you that, you know what, Um, 
yes, you're moving and in my power. I'm speaking to you. I'm manifesting through you. But yet, you know, you got things mis- misplaced. You got misplaced priorities. You, you, you're rejecting those that I actually want to come into the kingdom. You're, you're creating a barrier. And I, 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 with no apologies, how many times have believers created barriers for others? Just because it's a high-profile case, and 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 this is some one individual gets gets you know convicted or or gets in in a in a position that sometimes one error leads to eternal regret, but yet eternal unforgiveness by others. Is God telling you and speaking to you? That you have condemned people and rejected people that he has actually called. Have you gotten to the place where you don't want to associate with certain people because of a certain stigma. But yet God is trying to call you to those people. You may have a Peter moment. And most of us, I would say even all of us at some point have had Peter moments. This is a Peter moment that transformed his life for the better. God illustrated with the vision as he was waiting, Peter was waiting for for his meal to be served. He he went to sleep. And in a trance he he saw a vision and and all sorts of you know meat and and, and and all sorts of you know, uh, creatures were were right laid on a platter and brought before him, and he's like, "No, nah, I ain't doing that. I'm not. No, nah, mm, nah, not this one. Mm, mm, not me. I'm not. I'm never gonna do." But God confronts those very things. I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to talk to that person again. I'm never going to come to go to that ministry anymore. I'm never, I'm never going to. I'm. Who do we think we are? With all due respect, we are nobody. God is no respecter of persons. And we, we, we got to embrace those Peter moments. Those Peter encounters with God. And confess after we've gained recognition that we're in the wrong, that we're flawed, that our theory and our, our doctrine we thought was right, but mm-mm, God is saying that, no, heaven doesn't endorse this. Heaven doesn't know about this. There's a serious problem here, and that's why we're confronting it. There is a misconception about what God wants and how God wants it that God himself will confront in us. So may God confront any misgivings in our hearts, in our lives, in our existence, in our communications, in our relationships, in the, in, in our families, in our in our ministries. Anything that would cause you to reject 
someone outright without the conviction of the Holy Spirit. We walk in violation and we cannot truly, properly manifest the compassion of Christ. Peter had to have this encounter, that experience that would dial in to focus how compassionate he thought he was until he failed, he failed, he failed, he failed, yet came back said, wow, this is my experience, this is the recognition. God bring us to a place where we recognize that even in our flawed state, you may use us, but you still confront the very things that you want to drive out of our lives. Give us the grace. Give us the power by the Holy Spirit to recognize and to speak the very words that Peter spoke. And now let us give credence to those who walk uprightly, who have accepted you and are living for the truth in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525.